0: Hey there, our wonderful, wonderful listeners. This is a bonus episode. This episode is a rebroadcast of an episode we aired back in January of 2015 on the topic of how to bounce back from failure. Listen, failure is a part of being an entrepreneur. Your job is to bounce back from it and keep moving forward to learn lessons and to become better. And in this episode, I show you how when failure happens, how to take it in stride and how to use it to your advantage. If you're going through some struggles right now in your business or you're afraid to get started, this is my gift to you. This is a great episode and I hope you enjoy it. Heyo, welcome to the 100 RMBA show. Subscribe and join us every single day and build your business with us with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zinholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today you will learn how to bounce back from failure. If you're in business, if you're an entrepreneur, failure is most likely going to be a part of your experience. It's going to happen. We all fail and that's okay. Important part is to bounce back from it and to keep moving forward. And today's episode is all about how to do that. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode is sponsored by 99designs. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 900,000 design projects have passed through the doors of 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com MBA and get a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash MBA. Recently, an entrepreneur friend of mine had gone through a failure. And I thought about doing this episode because I've been thinking a lot about this concept of failure in business and in your journey as an entrepreneur. First of all, I want to talk about the word failure or the concept of failure. You know, this is a very subjective word. How you perceive failure can differ from one person to another. Failure to some people might mean not as successful as they hoped or it could also mean they failed at actually selling something or didn't sell any units of whatever they're selling It's all really subjective and I really want to talk about how to just deal with the feeling of failure because it's not easy to deal with failure. Sometimes it causes people to give up on entrepreneurship altogether when they endure a serious failure. Nicole and I have gone through our own share of failures and I'm pretty sure we'll have some others in the future as well. It's really hard to know what's going to work 100% for sure before you actually try it and once you try it, you can either succeed or you can fail, and obviously there's a gap in between or there's a gray area in between. So if you do fail, how do you process that? How do you actually translate that in your own head, and how do you bounce back from that failure and come back with a little bit more energy and be able to you know, make up for that failure? First of all, I want to say that when you do fail, it's usually bigger in your own head than it actually is in reality. Most of us, when we fail at something, we feel like we've disappointed people, not only ourselves, but the people that we serve, our audience. Let's say, for example, you launched an ebook and it didn't sell that great. Let's say you only sold a few copies. You might feel you disappointed your audience that you've worked hard on writing something you hoped they would like and they didn't like it. You also might feel like you might not be cut out for this or something. You might feel like, oh, I'm not able to be successful. I don't have it in me. And the best way to handle all these thoughts is to kind of look at the entrepreneurial perspective of failure. And really successful entrepreneurs really don't believe in failure. They believe in experimentation. They believe that if you have to experiment with things, you need to fine-tune things. You need to send things out, see what people think. If they like it, if they don't, maybe they do like it. Maybe they don't like 100% of it, just half of it, and you need to improve the other half. The point is is that there is no real failure. There's just testing and testing and more testing. And I said this before, the problem we have with failure is that we are all used to this concept of failure being a bad thing from school. You get an F on your test. It means they might fail the class, they might fail the year, you're going to be left back, you're going to be a bum on the street. It's a huge, huge deal. Failing is not a good thing. So when we fail in business, we have the same feelings as if we failed in school. Now, when you do fail, it's really important for you to get really objective and try to put your emotions aside because your emotions can really uh, cloud your judgment. You really need to take a look at what went wrong. In order for you to learn from your failures, you got to take a look at what went wrong What did you do that you should have done differently? And these are not just thoughts. You should jot these down. Write them down in a notebook or in a Word doc because you're going to bounce back from this. You're going to do something else. You're going to try something else. And you want to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes again. Sometimes it's helpful to share the failure or what you're going through with your audience with a blog post. You might write a blog post and say, hey, guys, I released this ebook. It didn't do really well. I only had X amount of sales. It's kind of disappointing. But I realized these are the things I went wrong. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to change these things. I'm going to re-release it. Hopefully, it'll do better. Hopefully, this will serve you better. And just to put it out there so people understand that this is just part of your process of serving them. I know some really successful entrepreneurs and really great thinkers and writers that launched things that didn't sell one unit, one thing. I recall my good friend Justin Jackson from justinjackson.ca, a great writer, a great entrepreneur. Back in the day, he sold uh, some episodes of his podcast in CD format, I believe, or DVD format. There were videos. And he thought this thing was the greatest idea. And he didn't sell one unit. And He was so disappointed. He was like, I can't believe I didn't sell anything at all. And this guy has a large list. He's popular. He's well-written about. People know who he is. But he didn't sell one single product, one single thing. He had zero sales. So for him, that was a clear failure. But he bounced back really quickly. And that's what I love about Justin is that he doesn't really dwell on the failure too long. He realizes, okay, that stinks. I didn't sell anything. What went wrong here? Of course, they didn't want to buy it because of this this, isn't this. Let me regroup. Let me present something that's new and something that they would want, given the fact that I learned all these things through the failure. And he continues to launch new things. He's one of the people that really launches a lot of things throughout the year, which is fun to see because he's not worried about failure so much. He just puts things out, tests them out. Hopefully, they stick. If they do, he expands. If he doesn't, he lets them die. So thanks, Justin, for showing us how to do it by example. So bouncing back from failure is never easy. In a previous episode, I mentioned how we had a podcast before the 100 All MBA show that was a failure, but we learned a lot through the process and were able to launch a new show, this show, the 100 All MBA show, and through that failure, we were able to produce something much better. All right, I'm gonna get into some tactics or some steps you could take to deal with a failure. Number one, it never feels good to fail. I know it just stinks. But allow yourself a certain amount of time to say, okay, I'm not going to feel good about this. But after this point, I'm going to move on. Give yourself the day, give yourself 24 hours, say tomorrow, it's back to business. But right now, I'm just going to take this hit Maybe go buy myself an ice cream or go for a walk or go for a movie or something. But the point is, is that you can't be down on the failure forever. You can't let this hold back, put a deadline to it. Say after tomorrow, I'm going to go at it and analyze this thing objectively and go for it. So once that time period is over, it's the next day. Take a look at what happened. How did you launch? What is the product all about? What kind of value does it add? Where did you go wrong? Take as many notes as you can. Be like an auditor. Attack your failure and dissect it as much as you can. Ask yourself the question, if I were to do it all over again, what would I do differently? The next time I launch something, what am I going to do differently when I launch the next product? Third thing, come up with a way to handle the failure publicly. You need to address to your audience, guys, I'm not selling this anymore, or this didn't work out, or whatever, and just address it through a blog post, through an email, in an open and honest way. I tried to produce something for you guys, and it didn't work out. Um, that's fine. I learned a lot through the process. This is what I learned. You can even share that with them. Uh, I'm going to be going back to the drawing board and trying to work on something that's a little bit better. In the meantime, I'll keep you posted on my progress. Thanks for all your support. And you you can make a joke out of it and saying, still loving me, even though uh, I made a dud. It's okay. Roll with it. And then lastly, get to work. Don't waste time dwelling on the past. It's over. Move on and get to work on your next new project. Get excited about it. It's going to be different this time because you learned a whole bunch of things. Guys, I got a bit more for you. But before that, I got to give some love to today's sponsor, 99designs. I talk about branding a lot. It's a term that gets thrown around by all types of people. And you may be wondering what all the gab is all about. What is branding anyway? In a nutshell, it's a set of perceptions people have about your company. You need branding to create a human connection with your audience. Design is key in communicating your brand and standing out from the competition. But what options are available to business owners with little to spend on design? Many have turned to online marketplaces like 99designs to help build their brand on a budget. Startups get maximum creativity with 99designs' contest model where dozens of designers compete to deliver the best design. You get to be involved in the process and walk away with a logo, a website, a car wrap, or any other design that truly represents your brand. I've personally used 99designs. It's super, super simple to use. It's fun because you get to see all these different designs that are being submitted. You get to get even your audience involved and ask them, what do you guys think of this new design? Which one is the best one? So see for yourself. It only takes a week to get a design and you're guaranteed to love it. Visit 99designs.com MBA and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. That's 99designs.com slash MBA. All right, I just went through that step-by-step plan of bouncing back from that failure. One of the things I learned from failing several times is that it gets easier and you get more resilient and you actually have this stronger spirit of succeeding. You feel like, I'm going to do it. I've learned a bit here. I learned a bit here. I learned a bit here. And your failures become more and more subtle. So if you do fail, realize everybody goes through this. If you read any of the biographies of any great entrepreneur, they're going to show you how much failure they've gone through some so bad, most people wouldn't survive it. So if you fail, just follow my advice, follow those steps and keep moving forward, guys. Guys, thank you for listening to the $100 NBA show. We love the fact that you subscribe, you listen every day. You let us know how we're doing with an iTunes rating and a review. We really appreciate your support. So thanks again. I want to leave you with this if you stay busy on working on producing great content, on producing great value for your customers, if you're so driven to making sure that they're happy and they're delighted, sometimes you're just so busy you don't have time to dwell on failure, on worrying about failure. You know, I remember I looked back at a failure I had recently and I thought, I didn't even process it because I was so busy working on continuing to grow and be better at what I'm doing. Remember that your whole end goal is to be a successful business builder, entrepreneur. If you have a failure here or there, that's not failure in the whole goal, in your whole mission to be better at what you're doing, to be a great entrepreneur. It's okay. Don't dwell on it too long. Move forward. Get busy on creating a better business. All right, guys. I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.